Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony Steak Podcast, episode 157. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we have Off-Road Seltzer Andy. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) And Tony Katz. Also with the seltzer. Hey. That was much more pure. Um, Yeah, are we all drinking a uh, Bud Light seltzer? We are. I'm having a... Peach? Oh, my God. Strawberry for the first time. Not my favorite. (laughs) It's got quite the uh, aftertaste. And for those of you that remember... Which you, there's no reason why you would have because it never went out anywhere. <laughs> we, uh, we attempted, and by attempted, I mean we did a uh, contest, blind contest of like a taste test, not yeah, a contest. Yeah, contest. Jesus. One strawberry <laughs> seltzer sip and I'm already loaded. But uh, we did a taste test between Truly and White Claw. And this was back in the summer when it was, you know, still a very popular thing. And uh, we had this great video, and uh, we definitely got a little buzzed on it, some of us more than others. <laughs> and uh, it was supposed to be videoed and put out there to the world, and uh, it never made it. It but might. Now, one day it might. But now that we have these Bud Light seltzers, we might have to come back and do three. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm drinking a mango one. It, it tastes like a melted popsicle. It's okay. Yeah, mango's probably my favorite flavor of the White Claw. I like brand. that one. I've tried that before. I like that one, too. The strawberry one, it's like it's not a bad first taste, but then the aftertaste is a little strong for my liking. Yeah, I took a cherry here because uh, cherry usually sucks. And I was like, I'll try the Bud Light cherry, see if they uh, improved on it. No. So I'll, I'll tell you what, like, <laughs> now that I'm drinking this a little bit more with the strawberry one, is it? it's a strong taste of strawberry at the first, and then it seems like it's chased with, like, a Bud Light. So it's almost yeah. like if you... Mixed a Fanta with some Got Bud a, Light. Got uh, like a, you were eating strawberries and then tasting it with Bud Light is kind of how this tastes. <laughs> I'd like to try that as well. Okay. Be episode two. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, yeah, so this is episode 157. Make sure you hit that subscribe and share with a friend. Also, check out our sports podcast. Everyone should sh- uh, sue the Houston Astros. It's true. It's true. Uh, but yeah, okay, so let's just jump right on in. Let's lead things off with... The coronavirus has a new name. You guys aware of this? SARS. Nope. Point Remember two that? or something? Yeah. Uh, so no, it, it's now called, and I don't know if this is an acronym or the full-blown name, COVID-19. Good. I like- C-O-V-I-D-19. Hmm. And the, uh, as of, you know, when we're recording this, uh, the death toll is at 1,107 people. Wow. And rising, and uh, about 44,000, a little over 44,000 total cases. Now, most of these are in mainland China. Most. Good. Vast majority well, of them. Remember uh, a few weeks ago, we talked about a, uh, a tragedy on a cruise ship. Mm-hmm. And I was like, just don't even go on a cruise. And again, yet Look again, I was pro- proven right. <laughs> what a fucking disaster. That cruise that couldn't, wasn't allowed to uh, that dock. That cruise that couldn't. Yeah, I, oh. I, I've heard it's been a... Denied five places already to be docked at. And then another interesting thing was uh, Manchester United. A lot of times in the summer, these big teams like Manchester United, Liverpool, Real Madrid, Juventus, uh, Barcelona, Chelsea, they'll come to the States they'll, or, or different countries 
and play because they're, you know, they're big fans globally of these teams. So they get to see them and whatnot. And one of the places Manchester United is supposed to play this summer is China. And I guess it's been kind of put on pause and they're like saying like, well, we're unsure now if we're going to go. Cause I guess like the, what is it? The who's in charge in the United Kingdom? Like not the queen, but prime like minister. Prime minister that's yeah. what I was going to say. Boris he, Johnson. He came out and said something like, I don't know if like I I don't want them going out there type thing because if one of those guys happens to get it and you bring it back to the United Kingdom, <laughs> he's like, absolutely not. No. They infected the tea. We're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> I but, saw uh, a, a super spreader, I believe is what they're calling him. Some guy was in Singapore for a conference, got a hold of the thing, went to uh, a ski chalet in the Alps. That's what they call it up there. And uh, infected, I think it was like five people there. And then went home and got another couple of people at the hospital and whatnot. Jesus. So a total of like 10 people from this guy. Pretty crazy. So yeah, it's... it's and I also heard some today that kids that have been getting it have been able to like do all right with it or Yeah, I something. think it's mostly for the elderly. Yeah. Me, yeah. for instance, I'm not really worried about it. Yeah, I no, probably already got it. You know. already said you could defeat it Yeah, in and 10 who knows? Hours. I probably got it. It probably had some bad, you know, Wendy's or something. Sorry, Wendy's. I don't... You just mean to disparage your names? <laughs> when he <laughs> spreads the COVID virus, Andy? I, I hope not, but you never know. I, your beef I, is from China? I eat at some questionable places. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so, you know, doesn't seem like it's going away anytime soon. We'll uh, continue to monitor it, I, uh, I suppose. Um, okay, so we're going to talk a little bit about the Oscars, but before we do... I know you've been itching to talk about this all day, Andy. It came kind of out of nowhere and was first advertised at the Oscars on a commercial. And I'm to- of course, talking about the new folding or flip phone from Samsung, the uh, Galaxy Z, if I'm not mistaken. Is that accurate? I don't know. <laughs> oh, don't lie, Andy. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's the Z. Uh, it's called the Z Flip. And uh, it is starting at $1,380. It is available this Friday in purple and black. Now, gold is to follow, but not yet available. Disrespectful. Gold's a hard, hard yeah. color to get their hands on. Uh, now, the interesting thing that they even went out and said is this phone is going to survive 200,000-plus folds. So if you think about that, and I, I tried to do math briefly earlier, and I think I fudged it. I do, I mean, obviously my phone doesn't fold, but just going off of like pickups a day of the phone because it tracks all that stuff, I'm at like 15,000 pickups over two years. It doesn't seem accurate, but I'm well within the bounds of that. Yeah, so it means you're not going to have to worry about that. And usually, do they have an outside notification? So they have a little screen on the outside by the camera. Yeah, so you're able to, you don't have to unfold it to um, see that you got a message or something like that. Yeah, I wouldn't believe so. And what's neat about it is it has like grooves or ridges, so kind of like a laptop power. If you prop it up, it'll stay in that position. It doesn't just go open and close. You can have this thing sitting like a tiny little laptop or a a Game Boy DS or whatever the thing was called. Um, I'm interested. I I, I like that the direction it's going, but... I worry about how thick the thing is going to be once it's folded. I mean, how thick is the phone? I don't know the specifications entirely yet. I believe this thing was just announced officially today. It looks a lot like a Game Boy Advance SP. (laughs) 
Okay, so thank you for correcting me on That's that. That's the SP version. The, re- the original Game Boy Advance was... Was that like a yeah, it was, long, yeah. right? The SP like was where, where horizontal, it was. Horizontal, right? Yeah. Okay. When they introduced I didn't that. like that one, the horizontal. I don't no, no, know, no, dude, call me old-fashioned. I just... I liked the good Game Boy Pocket. Yeah. yeah. The Game Boy Pocket was cool because it's like... Those first Game Boys were obviously like super big. Like super big. And I then... Remember them. Once you got like the Game Boy Pocket, it was like, fuck yeah, dude. Like yeah. you're on the go, dude. Fucking play a little Game Boy. Someone, the, the SP folded over and it was just like a little square. Yeah, I didn't. So. I, a family friend or I never, some, yeah, I somehow got I got that. my hands on a purple one. You're like, Remember they're like clear, but with the yeah. tint? I don't know. Which, was that a Game Boy color? Uh, it could have been. There's, yeah. They all came in that color. Their N64s <laughs> came in that color. So I don't know. They loved that back then where you but, could see the wires and shit. Yeah, that was you the only one engineer, I had. You're like, yeah. oh, cool. <laughs> Maybe they're trying to inspire kids. Yeah. Um, so, obviously, question of the night, Andy. Are you going to get your hands on one of these phones? Uh, if they send me one. <laughs> otherwise, no. Let's see if yours folds right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, your phone's a year old now, right? Uh, that's right. Yes. Okay. So, you have at least five more to go on that thing, then. Yeah. Yeah, you hold your phone. My phone's, uh, I mean, I, my phone's nothing special, but I'm approaching on... Um, I think I'm going to wait until years. the next, next president. Yeah, it's like two presidents. Yeah, me. Andy holds on to his oh. cell phone like he holds on to his car. Yeah. Never lets go. I mean, this thing. I'm gonna film the uh, LA Olympics on this phone. So. Yeah, right. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> so just maybe like what, like four or five more Treehouse of Horrors. Oh, I'm thinking a good eight, nine. Yeah, oh more than God. that. <laughs> okay, I guess I see what you said. The next, next president. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, like I said, cool nonetheless. Um, also, Motorola is bringing the Razer back, yeah. but doing this same thing. Um, you're probably wondering, what the hell is Motorola? Well, they were a cell phone company, among other things, you know, way back when. They were when. a giant. They were, they were the huge. State-of-the-art, um, they were the best. I'm already seeing like you know tech people with their hands on these things, and you can hear this thing like making a clicking sound among you know however many thousands of folds they put it through on their little machine. So I, I think this is very tough for most people companies to figure out but when it does get figured out i think that's a great idea to minimize minimize the size of these things yeah well it's helpful that uh this is samsung's second try at this yeah whatever happened be, to the fold i mean uh, that that's out you could buy that and it was like two grand yeah it was really expensive and had some problems with like a crease and stuff like that and but you knew those i was that was the first one and they were going to improve so mm-hmm. well We'll uh, look forward to seeing more about this stuff when it comes out on Friday. Um, check your local stores if you're going to be getting one of these uh, ultra-thin, bendable glass phones. Uh, okay, should we talk a little bit about the Academy Awards? Yeah. So I had a couple, or a question at least. Now, obviously, we don't quite care to look over all of the winners because you either watched it or you really just don't care um, one way or another. So... One thing, all of the acting awards were the same as uh, the Golden Globes. So we talked about those movies as they happen. So yeah. just to run down it really quick, Joaquin Phoenix won, Brad Pitt won, Renee Zellweger, and uh, Laura Dern. So yeah, same as the Golden Globes, and no issues there. A lot of good, a lot of good nominees. So uh, where it got interesting is uh, Best Foreign Film slash Best Picture parasite yes now andy you actually watched it yeah so uh hey, what's this movie about so I'll, I'll tell you but we, we were um i think you just did you just brought it up out of the blue that yeah that uh 
So once upon a Hollywood, once upon a time in Hollywood was the favorite and then dropped. Yeah, so we we went over this probably two or three. I want to say probably three weeks ago. And uh, yeah, once upon a time in Hollywood at the time was the favorite, and then it was 1917, and then I believe it was Parasite. And I don't remember what Parasite was at the time, but I would guess like at least two to one odds or three to one odds. And then I happened to want to look at it Sunday to be like, oh, who's still leading for best picture? And I noticed 1917 was in the lead, which is like, oh, I kind of expected that. But then where I was shocked was that Once Upon a Time in Hollywood had dropped all the way down to eight to one. And then Parasite was still looming at second. I think with something like that, if I would have been betting on that, truthfully, I probably would have put money on Parasite because I don't know, other than Andy now, I don't know anybody that's seen it. And -hmm. the fact that it was still right there meant like to me that somebody feels like this is going to win. The fact that it was still just looming right there. It wasn't even much of an underdog behind uh, 1917 either, so... Yeah, so when I saw that it was, you know, that close to being the favorite, I said, oh, there's a good chance this actually wins, and I'd like to watch this before, if it, if it, in case it does win. So, you know, not just for this podcast, just for my own curiosity. But And it is um, currently on iTunes to rent for $3.99. I'm sure other places nice. too, but... Yeah, I rented it off Amazon. It was $5.99. So, so $3.99 on, on yeah. iTunes. Was that after it won? I looked today, so yeah, it might have been a deal after probably. It won. Um, so a little bit about the movie. I had said before that I had seen this, one of the this director's previous movies called Snowpiercer, which is like a you know action movie on a train with Chris Evans. Uh, English language movie. It was his first English language movie. Um, after that, he did a movie called Okja. That's a Netflix original. Oh, he did that movie. Yeah. Um, I started I it, never finished I, had, it. I haven't seen that one. Carter recommended it way back when. Yeah. That was so about it, that weird animal or something? It was like a giant pig. And, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but this one, um, I think a lot of people said, don't don't give it away. Don't don't tell people what it's about. Just go, kind of go into it. But, you know, I think that's what the people are asking for. So if you don't want to know anything about it, skip these next one minute, two minutes. I don't really want to know. Well, close your ears. Close closing. I probably won't watch it. Um, I don't know if you'd you'd love it either. Yeah. Um, it it was very interesting that it's almost like a always sunny plot. It was it was very funny, especially I'd say the first hour before yeah. like how many times unravel. did they go to the bar? There's, there's no bar. Well, he did mention this. about nine times uh, um, that night he was going to go drink. But it, <laughs> that's, but, a guy, uh, that's a guy I can get behind. <laughs> so the uh, the premise. It's it's a Korean movie, Korean language, English subtitles. It's a, a poorer family in Korea. So like the two parents and two like you know older children, like probably eighteen and twenty two or something like that. I don't know exact ages, but they're like college age. Um, they don't have jobs, and the the son gets an opportunity to become a tutor for a rich family, and then basically kind of like schemes to try to uh, help his family from taking advantage of these rich people and then you know their schemes go awry i would say it's it's very much i like i feel like that was an episode of always sunny Uh, i know there's the one where do you remember where uh d was gonna be the uh the surrogate surrogate yeah and they're in the pool like the whole all the people are yeah and it's like this it was it was it was funny i really i really enjoyed it um but it's definitely about a movie about the divide between the rich and the poor and showing how they lived versus how this rich family lived. And, hmm. um, but after I finished, I was like, I think this will win. Not because it was my favorite movie, because, and not, I'm not saying for political reasons, it just, it just seemed like, oh, this is kind of the movie of the year. Like, this seems to be the, the 
movie people remember. Yeah. Whereas, like, well, 1917 was, like, incredible yeah. filmmaking. And that's why I kind of, I, I picked it earlier. I thought, like, oh, a war movie will win. And it, we don't know. We don't see the rankings. I don't know if it was, like, just barely second place or anything. Um, but this this movie just seemed more like, oh, this is going to be the movie people will remember. That 1917 people, I think, can, won't know that it was from, they won't identify it as a 2019 movie. No. Because it's a movie about 1917. But does anyone... I don't really work that way. I could tell you what year the movie's from. But you know, like, a, the era or something, you'd be like, oh, that's that movie of that. Not necessarily that year, but you're like, oh, it fits in that... Uh, yeah, I can release. do it that way, but in, like, a, a timeline gap of, like, five years. Yeah. Uh, I did notice 1917 won for Best Cinematography, which absolutely... I think I was... Like, overwhelming favorite. hands down and at the end i think a lot of these categories were overwhelming favorites yeah they were i think i uh <clears throat> when i looked on a uh, sunday i think walking phoenix was up to minus three thousand i want to say brad pitt was like minus two thousand or something renee zellweger was like minus two thousand i mean they definitely uh and, and honestly that's how i usually feel like it is with the actors most of the time, at least out of those out of the four major actor winning categories, I feel like at least two or three of them have like a significant favorite. Maybe not as big as minus a thousand, minus two thousand, but usually like minus six hundred, minus seven hundred. And then, uh, you know, you never just really seem like it's a tight race where you're just like, who's it going to be? But uh, and then obviously also in the Oscars, other than for Best Picture, I feel like there's never really too many upsets. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of there's never like a, t- a movie that comes out of nowhere. Even like Green Book last year, people were kind of like surprised, but Green Book was still in like in contention with the top three, and it was like kind of wide open. It wasn't like a overwhelming. Yeah, for the favorite. best picture of the last like two, three years, four years, uh, it seems like it's the favorites not favored by much. It's definitely like a race between the top two, with sometimes maybe yeah. a third movie lingering in there. And this year, it seemed like for at least the beginning, the three were uh, Parasite. 1917 and Once Upon a Time in Mexico, and then obviously it became a two-man two man race, and then we saw who won. The underdog, actually. Second yeah, second favorite. Yeah, I don't know if there's any other categories where it was a big surprise. I know I know people were upset about Toy Story 4. Yeah, winning. so the Toy Story 4 actually wasn't the favorite in that. Because, yeah, that wasn't... I still haven't seen it. I know it's on Disney Plus now, and I should check that out. Cause I, I, I watched it. I do love Toy Story. Um but I didn't see the other movies in the category either. So I think that like Klaus or something was the favorite. It was, yeah. It's like, I Which is on that. Netflix, I believe. Yeah, it's a Netflix Christmas thing. Uh, one question I had for these awards. What is the difference between sound editing and sound mixing? Yeah, I know. I don't know. So it's a thing. Sound editing was Ford versus Ferrari, and I mean, come on, of course, tires screeching and all that stuff. And I, I read a thing; these guys went far and wide looking for some of the most rare and exotic cars on the planet to, you know, actually make the true sounds these cars made, you know, way back when. Now, sound mixing went to 1917. So, so I'm just trying to base on what, like, I know of those words. I feel like mixing is about levels. Editing would actually be putting in the sounds, where like mixing is like, well, the dialogue is quieter here or something. That's I don't know. I don't <laughs> it's actually weird. know. Weird. Um, I wait. So what one mixing? Nineteen seventeen. Yeah, but and, so and that then, makes sense to me because I feel like it could go from one of those things where it's like it's mixing in from like 
It's yeah. a quiet scene, and then all of a sudden it's boom, 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 and then it's like it's quiet again. You're talking to your buddy, but you're hearing bombs in the background. While then a sound editing is like we got to make we're gonna edit this to sound like this car's coming through your living room. Maybe he actually sounded like Carol Shelby just now. Because yeah, I mean, obviously when they're making those movies, I mean, some movies will just capture the actual sound there. But like, I'm sure with Ford versus Ferrari, they weren't just capturing the sound of the no. cars. They actually go had to go capture real cars going at 200 miles an hour and yeah. putting that sound into there, stuff like that. Um, Which makes me wonder: you ever see Bullet, Steve McQueen, like 1977 or something? Yeah. So this is about a Mach well, One Mustang sliding, skidding through the streets of San Francisco. It's like, hmm, I think they were just doing it. So a lot of sound effects are not actually of the thing, you know? Yeah, there's a video out there somewhere of some couple that, you know, they're the sound editors for projects, and they're, you know, playing a a quiet, uh, silent movie, and then they're making sounds to mimic it. Well, there's always, like, if someone falls, you do, like, the slide whistle and... Yeah. And it's like, well, that didn't really happen. No. Well, it might. <laughs> one time you slipped yeah, on a they, leaf, That Andy. sound effect came out. Andy, you fell in slow yeah. motion one time in real life. Or the, in the a classic basketball one, game. I, I'm going to bring up Always Sunny again, but like, you know how like in movies when someone pulls a gun, there's like the gun clicking sound? Yeah. Which doesn't happen. Yeah, Frank. But whenever Frank time. does it, it's always the like the loudest <laughs> click noise. It's, it's hilarious. So. It, it grabs your attention. Yeah. That sound mixing. I don't I, know. I don't know. So what, what one visual effect? Because I have a story about that as well. Uh, visual effects, 1917. Okay. So I watched the thing about all the, the visual effects in the Best Picture nominees. Because we like to take a visual effects so we'd be like, oh, the Avengers and Star Wars and this shit. Um, like, it's so, they're so good now that like every movie uses it to like just clean up things, change things, little things you'd never notice. Well, they show you an example of it when they're showing yeah. that uh, category. So I saw one of 1917, kind of the uh, classic scene or one of the things from the trailer where he's running like sideways while the rest of the army is running towards... Yeah, the end of the movie. And basically that field was beat to shit. Oh, really? And there were like holes in the ground and there were like trucks and shit well, yeah, that had and to be how there. how many times have they you know filmed that scene? So they too, had, And so. they had to like, obviously... or. They had to add people and stuff like that. So, like in the background, those aren't real. The far background, those aren't real people. They're digital. But they also like patched holes in the grass with digital huh. effects. And it's all stuff you would never think. You think of like, oh, like Obi Wan going through the space city or something. That's what you think of like visual effects. But, yeah, absolutely. But yeah, they, no, it's yeah. a granular level too. And they're even showing it like Parasite, where there's a, there's a scene where there's kind of like a flood, where it's like, and there was real water, but they use visual effects to make more water, so it. It just looked even more intense, and it's just like little subtle things like that, or even the Joker one was really cool. That it, if you ever wonder like how they, how do they do this when they film movies in the past and they got to get all make it look old and stuff, mm-hmm. and it was like they digitally altered the streets they filmed on to make it look like it was in the eighties, hmm. and it's just like it's stuff you'd never notice. You just think like, oh, that's what, how they make movies is they dress up the buildings or whatever they do to make them. It's like this was digital that they were able to do that. Yeah, probably way easier to do it that way yeah. now, cheaper, all of that stuff. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Well, will that wrap up our uh, Oscar talk? Yeah, I think so. Congratulations to to everyone. Yeah, well done. Okay, so uh, if you follow Tony's Dot Take on Instagram, you probably saw this story, and you may have seen it elsewhere. Uh, but we posted yesterday on our story, uh, two days ago, as you're listening to this. Uh, standing brooms. 
So we saw a story that uh, basically said the moon today only, meaning uh, Monday the 10th, if you stood a broom up on it, you know, upright, it would just stay there. It would balance, wouldn't fall over, nothing like that. So, of course, we tried it out, and it did. It stayed still. Uh, well, it turns out that is not a thing. It always will stand up. So <laughs> I actually forgot to do it. We we're going to do it before the pod. I don't see a broom in here at the moment, but we'll, we'll do it after this <clears throat> and put it on a Tony's.take. But I'm pretty positive it's still going to stand. If you look at the you know aesthetics of a broom, it's pretty even. So I think the I, weight is well distributed. I just think it's funny that it took people this long to realize that a broom could do that. Well, Roombas, everyone has a Roomba. Well, I mean, this guy right here, you've been balancing, balancing stuff. stuff. Yeah, I've yeah. never yeah. tried a broom, Tony. I should have. I could have broke this story years ago. Yeah. But I just think it's funny that there's someone out there that decided to do it and was like, you know what? I know how today's world is. We can convince yeah. them that the moon is going to be what makes this stick up. And then all of a sudden, everybody's doing it like, oh, shit. Calling their parents. Mom, the moon. Yeah. And so one thing that made me actually be like, oh, shit, maybe that's right. The other day I was in Long Beach and uh, it was the morning. I was driving over the bridge and it was the highest tide I'd ever seen over there to the point where I was like, it was right up to the edge where houses are. Like another five, six inches, it would have hmm. gone onto their uh, their little uh, yards. Patios or whatever. So maybe, but yeah. I, I mean, mean it does I guess, you, I guess I you never know, I guess. Uh, but yeah, so we'll do a, a little test after the uh, pod tonight and put it on a, our story for Tony's.take Instagram. <laughs> Uh, standing brooms. Who knew? All right, Andy, you want to tell us a little bit about uh, Viacom and CBS? Yeah, so uh, Viacom and CBS merged uh, again. They merged back together uh, a month ago, two months ago. I don't know when it was, but uh, they're one company again. So Viacom is uh, like Paramount Pictures, MTV, Nickelodeon, and uh, I'm sure you know what CBS is. Um, well, CBS has their streaming app, CBS All Access, has shows like Twilight Zone and uh, the new Star Trek. Uh, well, now they have all this other content, and it just seems like what you know won't people want to watch that? Don't people want to watch SpongeBob and Star Trek? So, uh, yeah, they have plans to do that and just make a new CBS Viacom streaming service together because that that's what makes sense. Why why merge and not do that? So yeah, that'll be uh, much more. Uh, Attractive as an option when you can get Paramount movies along with Are You Afraid of the Dark and the new Star Trek. You know, wouldn't it be nice to live in a world where you could just have, you know, everything all in one spot versus this a la carte? Well, choice. It's all about consumer choice. It's not. There's Before, you'd like, choice. hey, Time Warner, I want the TV. And they're like, all right, it's this much money. I'm like, but I don't want HBO. It's like, well, yeah, well, HBO is extra. But this is what it costs to get everything else. And you're like, oh, shit. That's, I got to get it. I don't want the fucking Bravo Network. Who watches the Bravo Network? <laughs> like, sorry. It's part of the package. Do they still have Bravo? I'm sure they do. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, I don't know what's on there. But that was a thing. Remember when you when you first got, like, the new deep cable? Oh, it was amazing like, because Guts channels. Yeah. was on all day long on, you know, Nick Guts channel yeah. or something. Uh, no, it's ridiculous. It's it's now like these seltzer drinks. The bubble's gonna pop. Yeah. Well, it makes sense. We've for, been saying this for a while. It makes sense to consolidate like this. Okay, make sure CBS Viacom merge again, and then only have one streaming service. 
If if all the companies only have one, then we'll get back to like six. That's a lot. It's a lot, but it's manageable. And when they're all ten yeah. to fifteen dollars. But then we got fucking Quibi coming up pretty soon. We're all fucked. They had tons of commercials on the Oscars. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Uh, that's the one where everything's like fifteen minutes. Yeah, I like that commercial a lot. Where it's a zombie apocalypse. Yeah, he gets good. bit. And then he's like, so I have like 15 minutes and he watches a show instead of uh, whatever else he would have done. And I was a big fan of the Adult Swim model. Those were only like 11 minute shows. but Especially in this day and age, no one has you know a attention span more than 41 seconds. So still a little too long, I guess, if you ask me. But yeah. um, we'll continue to keep updates. Uh, is this next story coming onto their network as well? And I'm of course referring, no, this is going to be on the Bird one. The bird one? Friends. Oh, the peacock? Yeah. Uh, no, that'll be on HBO Max because it's actually owned by Warner, not by NBC. I can't keep up. Even though it aired on NBC. Yeah. Um, it's weird. I do actually want to go back to the Oscars for one second. Oh. There's a story I forgot. One last thing. <laughs> did you happen to watch Joaquin Phoenix's speech? Yes, I did. Did you like kill yourself? Because he said, don't drink milk? Yes. I was thinking about you. He's well, like, and then the cows, and then we steal their milk. And I was like, oh, Sean's... John's out on... Yeah, I was out. Um, But I did like his second part where he's like, you know, people deserve a second chance most of the time, and that's when you find them at their best and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But yeah, he was just total blowhard at that point. And uh, you're not going to stop me from drinking milk. I don't care. It was... I mean, he had a message. Sean's even got like cow slippers on right now. (laughs) Well, you drink enough milk, they'll send you some slides. (laughs) He's taunting them. (laughs) I drink your milk meant for your babies. And I wear your skin on my feet. <laughs> it's not real. Oh, okay. That would be cool, though. Uh, honestly, does Joaquin Phoenix even know what he said? Do you think he looked back at that and was like, so, oh, shit. No, after one of his uh, Teen Choice Awards or whatever the hell award show it was, instead of going to a party, he went to uh, a dairy farm and was like milking donkeys or some shit. So he's really Wait, big on these cows? I thought you're not supposed to do that. I don't know what he did. but he's he like, went, donkeys are cool, just like, the cows. In his tuxedo, I think, yeah. even. Like, he's... He's getting interesting. Maybe it's research for a role. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, he, so well, like, he was always interesting, isn't he? The one that kind of did his whole fake like yeah, documentary like, thing. Like I'm not he, acting anymore. Yeah, type thing. I'm and, not there. I think is what it was called. And he like quit the the thing for you know the role of this movie that was done by the little Affleck brother. Yeah. Then he went on to like someone's show and was like acting like a fool. Yeah, it was on Letterman. Yeah. And, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, it was he went Crispin Glover almost, didn't he? Yeah. It's weird. He's an interesting person. He's like I mean, an Andy Kaufman, really. Yeah, you can't make movies the way he does and be, you know, your average accountant. I'm looking at Andy oh, when I say mean, that. It's mean. Uh, but I liked the second half of that speech. But yeah, the milk yeah. thing was an outrage. It was cool. He said something about his brother, too. Yeah, I think, he, he, I think he even said that on the 60 Minutes special. I think he looked up to his brother a lot. And he even says that... Uh, River Phoenix. River was, the, River was the much better actor. So, I mean... I think it means a lot to him to win a Best Actor, you know. So it's cool for him. I mean, he did do a tremendous job. I think it's cool that it actually was given to a movie that was like that and was kind of, you know, had its not obviously not a horror, but I mean, definitely had its, you know, it's more of a scarier role than just like some great drama in like Britain or something. Yeah, which is all of them that win typically. Yeah. All right. Well, is that uh, your one last thing from yeah. Oscar World? It was okay. important. It was good. It was, yeah. Uh, all right, so we 
just started talking about the Friends uh, Friends special, which do we know when it's coming out? No, but they're 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 about nailing out the details right now, the contracts, making sure everyone's. Yeah, can, so is Matthew Perry even gonna be able to make it there? Uh, he'll make it there because each one of these saps is gonna make four million bucks. <laughs> um, also, it's sixty minutes, and there's no script. I feel like the girls are still doing well. I don't know too much about the guys. I think well, I mean actually, they're all doing well. They're making so much off the the back end of this. Well, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about like more of like the things, mental yeah. part. Oh, David Schwimmer's been in some. So stuff. I was gonna say. I was gonna say Ross. I know has been doing his character. Or well, Joey. Character. Joey was in that car show. Yeah, he also is he bald now? Like <laughs> is he? I don't know. I he went like, gray almost yeah. immediately. Yeah. <laughs> Once it ended, he was like, so oh, I just shit. assume he's Larry David now. <laughs> it reminds me of like uh, the Santa Claus when he shaves and he looks back in the mirror and it all just comes, comes right back. back. Yeah. That was like him the moment uh, Friends ended. But I just feel like Matthew Perry. Last I saw it was like he was overweight or something. I just felt like he was not. Well, he was overweight in the show well. sometimes too. I mean, yeah, he had he had a lot of health problems. So like what? Was he? Wasn't he like an alcoholic or something? No, or, he had some sort of. I don't know what it was. I don't know. If I don't know, I don't want to speak to it, but I know he had health problems. So hmm. He goes to Ducks games. I, I saw him at a Duck Ducks game, games. playoff Kings game fan, a right? number of years ago, and he looked fine. They put him on the Jumbotron. I think he's a big Kings guy. Nope. Is that a Ducks He's game? probably just both. Uh, probably Canadian, just loves hockey. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, what the hell is this show going to be if there's really no script? I don't know. I People will watch it. Oh, absolutely. That's a great way to get people to buy your... You know, HBO streaming service. Max, yeah. Which when does this come out? The service? I think the service comes out in May, which okay. again is like a dollar add-on if you already have HBO or whatever. But I don't know what's going to be on it. Friends. Yeah. Is Friends going to be on it? I think Friends still. That's why they pulled it from Netflix, right? Yeah, I think it makes sense. I don't so know. There's what, like a six-month when period we first, yeah, when we, we first, can't watch Friends. When we first reported on it, it all seems so like 2020, okay, future, and then it's like, yeah. oh, we're here, so fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's that's how it's going. So, I mean, I think that'll be a successful launch for them. And if this show isn't that far behind, this reunion special, well, if I there's think no that's, script, just start filming now. Yeah, they could do it tomorrow. Um, so, but, just really quick, sorry, but like yeah. I was looking up the Matthew Perry stuff, and this was like an article as of like December, and it just seemed like they said it was almost like they're struggled with his like it's more like his mental type health, mm-hmm. kind of in a way. Like they said, like he's. Just kind of worried about him, like when he, they like when some of these co-stars like met up together, which I assume was probably to like discuss some of the stuff. They said they were just kind of like worried about him and like some things he was doing was I guess he was like had obviously gained some weight, but then was like swaying a lot and like moving like I don't know, just kind of like acting weird. So who knows if there's like drugs there or alcohol abuse or something. Hmm. So that'll be interesting if there's no script. <laughs> yeah, I still don't really understand that. I think is that a way to save money? Is that a way? Is there no script written yet, or is you're saying it's going to be? Not so I heard a thing about this just the improv? other day, and maybe there's like guidelines, like a Larry David thing. Yeah, but no script. Now maybe that's going to change. Maybe uh, what I was listening to was ill informed. Who knows? Yeah. But that's what I heard. I also heard four million dollars per person, wow. sixty minutes of work. Come on, where do I sign up? Yeah, it's not a bad payday. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, moving on Knives Out I saw it I really enjoyed it even enjoyed that lousy uh, southern accent from Daniel Craig oh yeah well they're gonna do it again yeah so I actually said something about it a few weeks back that um, Ryan Johnson the director had said he'd be interested in doing another story with uh, Daniel Craig's character 
And uh, now he's gotten approval from the studio to uh, go ahead and do that. They've, I mean, I don't know if they gave him a budget number or something, but they said, yeah, go ahead. We, we, would, we would help you make it. Um, so he has to go write it. And he has said it's, going to, it's not going to have any of the, the old cast other than Daniel Craig. It'll be another detective murder mystery story with that character, which sounds interesting. And mm-hmm. uh, so now there's the there's all kinds of rumors on who he's going to bring back. I think people want him to bring back um, Adam Driver, who like people he worked with on Star Wars. That'd be really cool. So like he he already worked with Daniel Craig yeah. in, in that uh, Logan, Logan Lucky. Lucky. So that would be a great get. So I'm. It took a little bit of uh, time, but I really like that guy now. And girls, he was just so bizarre. He couldn't speak, and he was just this like just beast of a person. Like he was just adrenaline and just like he would just yell for no reason type of a guy and then he becomes this little temper tantrum boy on star wars and that was great yeah he 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 played all that stuff well yeah even with girls i think it was he probably brought a lot of himself into that like yeah it was also kind of like that uh that jewish guy that was his buddy i'm forgetting his name who wasn't an actor was actually Lena, lena dunham's friend who was one of the most loved characters on the show because he was just so good at being himself. Yeah. His name was Ray, I think. I don't know, I'm blanking. But uh, any, you know, what, 2023 for this movie or yeah. something? I mean, well, that could be something to be made pretty quick. Yeah. And I don't know how his process, you could write a script in a weekend if you really pull your head down, but uh, I don't know. But it's cool. I like that. It, it was kind of theoretical, Three weeks ago, and now it's like the movie studio is like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, it's a fun, it's a fun movie, and and it definitely has rewatch value to it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's take a look at Doctor Strange two. Yeah, so that's another uh, follow up that the director had left Doctor Strange two, uh, some disagreements, but now they have a new director, and it is Sam Raimi, the. Uh, the famous Spider-Man director, as well as the Evil Dead. So this is a guy who... Uh, didn't he get canceled? Is it that guy? No, he didn't get canceled. Okay. So he uh, has a ton of experience in horror and a ton of experience in superhero movies. So Ooh. it's the right guy for the job. If they had to hire someone, you know, like last minute to try to get this project back on track, this is the right guy. That's exciting. And I don't think... He, he hasn't uh, directed a movie since the uh, the Oz movie with James Franco. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's been a while for him. I think he's done a lot of producing and stuff like that. But yeah, so good good hire. It seems like they all the Disney related people just have they're just smart. They know how to make money. Yeah. Um, okay. The next one we both had this on our list. I'm a. Uh, I think I'm very excited about this, but we'll <laughs> here we go. So we're talking about. <laughs> Jesus rolls. Yes. So that sounds like a Christian movie. <laughs> if you if you have no idea what I'm talking about, but I'm actually talking about John Turturro's character from, of course, The Big Lebowski, named Jesus. Now I always just think of the scene where he's saying like he's going to shove the ball up his ass or something, and uh, Steve Buscemi's character is like, "Jesus, you said it, man." <laughs> It's so good. Yeah, that was a great. I, I mean, it's only a cameo, I'd say. That was he was in like two scenes in that movie, and it was just a great little like part. Um, really iconic, I would say. Yeah. And um, 
I don't know when John Turturro just a few years ago was like, I want to do a movie with that character, just kind of bring it back in a totally separate side story. And he got approval from uh, the Coen brothers. You know, like, go go ahead, do what you want. And uh, so this, this has a really great cast. This uh, looking on looking on IMDb here. This is already like released in Italy. Yeah, the box office did forty six thousand four hundred seventy nine dollars, <laughs> but it's Italy. Um, do they even have movie theaters there? Oh, uh, they love the cinema. But look at this cast really quick. So you got obviously John Turturro, Bobby Canvale, Canavale, however you say his name, Susan Sarandon. I'll say it. Pete Davidson, John Hamm, J.B. Smoove, Christopher Walken. I mean, come on. Yeah, got a lot of good people. Even uh, from what I saw in the trailer, Pete Davidson probably will be fine. Like, he's a funny guy when you, you let him just be. You like remove the bullshit and maybe we'll see. He's not an amazing sketch actor allowed, by any means. But am I allowed to give just breaking news if it's even if it's for sports right now? Sure. So apparently the Ducks Blues game that our producer Luke is at just got. I've never seen this before in hockey. Just got postponed in the first period because a Blues player collapsed on the bench. What? Wow. Yeah, that's pretty intense. Doing too much booze. Who knows? They drink a lot of vodka. Those people. I don't know. That's pretty, pretty cold. But yeah, that's just cold. a you know, little sports update in case Wait, we got When was some. the game even? Didn't it start at 7.30 then? It started at 7, and then there was a delay about 12 minutes into the game when the score was 1-1, one to one, and then they were probably delayed for, I would assume, somewhere around 20 minutes before they were like, we can't go on. Jesus. So that's, that's, I don't know, that's pretty crazy. Well, I hope whoever this is is, is okay. It's not. Yeah. yeah. That's interesting. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Jesus Rolls, and it's the Jesus yeah. Rolls, uh, comes out February 28th of this month. So, I mean, I literally hadn't heard a thing about this. I think I saw it on Yahoo or somewhere. I had seen that it was going forward like last year or something, but I didn't know didn't know the cast. So, and it is it's like a uh, it's like a remake of a French film or something. Just some like thing. It's weird. Well, like the same like plot outline, so not okay. necessarily a remake, but like. Um, do we think Lebowski's in it himself? No, absolutely not. Why not? Why wouldn't he want to repart? It takes place in like Europe or something. Maybe they're there for a tournament. No. Mm. I mean, I, I don't think the Coen brothers would give approval for that. Why do they need to approve for the dude to be in it? Because it's his, their characters. They wrote the characters. They yeah, but if Jeff Bridges wants to do it... Uh, he wouldn't cross them. I mean, all you have to do is... He needs to grow his hair out, a goatee, and wear a robe. Yeah. Maybe drink a, a white Russian. I, I don't. I wouldn't want it, honestly. I don't think you need to know what happened in that I don't story. need to know what happened to him, but it'd just be fun to see him, you know, 20 years later, whatever the hell it is. What year did that movie come out? Didn't he do a commercial as, I feel like as he the did. dude? It was for chocolate milk or something? I think he did. <laughs> see? They'll let him use that character. Yeah. Uh, so Lebowski... I spelled it wrong. I can't. I don't know. I, I, I'm lost. All right. Well, I I'm down to see that movie as and so long as the reviews don't just suck. Yeah. You think it's gonna I, suck? No, I don't think so. But I, I wouldn't say it's gonna get like a ninety percent. So. No, I think it'll be sixty four. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, moving on. Uh, we have one more movie that we're gonna talk about before we get into box office numbers. And uh, Tony, this one's near and dear to your heart. <clears throat> Spiral. Yes. 
Now it's a uh, Saw spinoff. Yeah, it's said from the it's said from the the book of of based off the book of Saw, I guess, or whatever. It's like I don't know what Mormon. that's yeah that subtitle really means. Yeah, I don't either. So I think it was a good idea because when I said, "Hey, did you see Spiral?" You had no idea it was coming. Oh no! Like I and even Sean when we first watched the trailer, about six seconds into it, Sean's like, "Is this Training Day?" Yeah, <laughs> I got Training Day vibes. I got like Training Day vibes mixed with like the uh, what was it uh, the movie with Jake Gyllenhaal? Yeah. Oh, End of Watch. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, so I, I definitely saw where you're going, and then I was like, oh, now it looks like it's kind of like demented, like this guy only gets cops, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, wait a minute. I think it was probably like a minute in until I started realizing, like, is this something to do with Saw? And then obviously, I know what that spiral is. That was on the doll. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think so, that's about when I started. Figuring uh, out. I don't know if you said his name or not, but it was uh, Jay Boomeister. Yeah, I just uh, I didn't say it, but I did just find that out. He's a veteran player. He's been in the league a while. He's a. Uh, did I say his name right? It's like I think they say it like Boomeister. Canadians. I know. <laughs> God. And I. Well, we hope he's okay. Yeah, me too. I think I. Oh, that's one of my favorite names to say too. It's always been, Bowmeister. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That's pretty scary to cancel a game for that reason too. That's uh, you'd think maybe like, but I I imagine in that situation, it's the players being concerned about their teammate and saying, "How are we? How are you going to expect us to go play hockey when we just had this guy rush to the hospital for that?" So I mean, yeah, it's a scary moment. That's mm-hmm. crazy. I, that would have been intense to be at the game. I'm sure Luke is still in the stands. Not sure what's happened. Looking up from his Call of Duty mm-hmm. app. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Producer Luke, if you're listening. Oh, he's not. Um, so, yeah, looking at the cast, and it's in the trailer, obviously. So, Chris Rock, which I like that. I think this is a good this is his movie. change of pace for him. He's he's directing this, too. Not since, what, Head of State, and uh, what's the movie where he's Mr. Wellington? <laughs> I know which one that is. I can't remember what that was called. Because that's not Head of State. That's where he just becomes a white businessman. Yeah, but he's, he's he, he dies and goes into the old man's body. Yeah. I, I've got to look it up really quick. I don't remember how long ago that was. That was like... What? 2001. Is that old? Yeah. Uh, down to Earth. What year was it? 2001? Yeah, gotcha. Had a state was 2002? Was huge for him. So he was in Pootie Tang also. Oh, yeah. Osmosis Jones. Jay and Bob, uh, Silent Bob Strike Back. Uh, and actually, 2002 is Bad Company, but that's a big year. Uh, but yeah, so I like seeing him in this. And then also um, Max Minghella, which you're not going to know his name and you shouldn't, but what you do know him from and you know him well, he's in the social network, played Divi Navrenda, Narendra. Okay. That was so long ago. And he, I was, I've just started rewatching it. was so it. long ago. It's on Hulu, 2010. Uh, I thought he was great. He played like a little Harvard boy very well, I thought. Yeah, I, I agree, actually. And that was kind of like how you got to know him, I felt like. After yeah. that, you saw him popping up more, and you were always like, oh, yeah, I know that prick. Yeah. Um, and so he's also in the Ides of uh, March. Is that what it's called? Yeah. He's in a few things, I feel like. Um, I feel like I've seen him all around a lot. I haven't seen him in much. I don't know. But either way... Um, I'll see this one. This is a May 15th release. Yeah, I'm actually happy. That's not too far away. It's about three months or so. Yeah, it's also got Sam Jackson, which you're ignoring yeah, for some I reason. Know. Well, <laughs> I'm not ignoring it because it, I feel like it would be a given. It's him or Morgan Freeman. Yeah. I think Samuel Jackson's better for this one than Morgan oh, Freeman Oh, absolutely. Excuse me, uh, so, Can you imagine uh, if it was Morgan Freeman? This is filmed, filmed in Toronto, by the way. Ooh, Canada. Okay. But, Toronto, Canada? No, uh, <laughs> Toronto, Jamaica. <laughs> Okay, Sean. <laughs> yeah, imagine that. 
Um, but yeah, I, I like this take on this uh, this franchise, if you will. It just seems fresh. Calm down, Andy. All right, should we get into uh, box office numbers? Okay. I feel like this has been a good pod, and we're trucking. All right, so uh, top box office numbers. You have Birds of Prey, which is going to get renamed because it's been doing so poorly. $33.4 million. <laughs> uh, we played the game on that, didn't we? Yes, we did. And uh, We all lost, so. Yeah, we actually really did. Uh, so, yeah, they're going to put Har... Is it Harley or Harvey? Harley. It's definitely Harley. Harley. They're going to put... Har- Harvey Dent. Yeah, that's why I was thinking it. They're going to put her name closer to it's the gonna, front. I think it's going to be called Harley Quinn. Colon, Which it should have been from the beginning. What the hell uh, is a bird of prey? It it's, sounds it's a, like the birds of war from Always well, Sunny. Well, I think the birds of prey team has been around before. Uh, well, it's a good thing I don't care. A comic team from the Batman universe, but... Nope. Exactly. No one cares, and it's a small movie. Yeah, so, okay, really quick, uh, we'll just recap. So, uh, Andy, you gave it a 55. Tony Katz, 67. I gave it a 48. Birds of Prey is, and uh, I wrote this down on Thursday, 89%. It's lower now, right? It is at 80%. But nevertheless, that's still really uh, respectable for, would you call it a sequel? No, I think that's what people should uh, realize. This is not a sequel to... Suicide Squad, just because it has this one character. Spinoff? Suicide Squad was uh, horrible. Just worthless movie. Shouldn't exist. <laughs> different, Totally different team, different writers. Has one character that's the same. And I thought this was going to be good when I first saw the trailers. And then when there was no reviews out when we recorded last week, I was like, that's not a good sign. So that's why I said 55. Should have kept with my instinct. And Yeah. So I guess Tony was this one. Tony, hands off. Thank you. All right, uh, next in line, it's a pretty steep drop there. Bad Boys for Life did 12.1. Doolittle, 6.8. Jumanji still sticking on at 5.5. Gentlemen at 4.3. Gretel and Hansel, just over 3. Knives Out sticking around as well at 2.5. Little Women and Star Wars rounding out the bottom at just over $2 million. Yeah, so, there still uh, hasn't been that big movie. I thought this was going to be the big movie of the uh, the new year. I guess Bad Boys has been a pretty good movie for January. Big yeah, and like I said last week, it's quite enjoyable. I think th- this next week coming up, we've got a real juggernaut being released. So beware. No one else is going to see any other movies. Yeah, and just pretty excited about yeah. this. So uh, let's what, just... What movie is that? We'll get to it. We'll, uh, we'll get there in just a second. But before we do... That portion of the pod was brought to you by our friends at Simple Doggy, the dog leash that is quicker and easier, and it works through the dog's current collar or harness, so no need to swap that out. For a limited time, you missed our last offer, which expired at the uh, start of this month, but uh, they're still going to honor the uh, 25% off and free shipping when you plug in promo code TONY. That's... T-O-N-Y. So head to simpledoggy.com, that's two Gs, and plug in promo code TONY for 25% off and free shipping. And guys, they got new colors. So you can you know match your style or whatnot and gift these things out. They're great. It makes the walk fun for both of you. All right, let's move on. Movies opening this week. Andy's obviously most excited about Sonic the Hedgehog. Of course. Sonic was such a big part of my childhood. Still is. Um, and not just Sonic, but Tails. 
Are you actually excited? Doctor Robotnik. This? Oh, of course. So, you know what Sonic reminds me of? It's a fucking PC computer. Putting in the CD-ROM of Sonic the Hedgehog, getting all the gold coins going up and down. That's the Sonic CD. Sonic was originally released on Sega Genesis, of course. Yeah, no, but I remember playing it like at summer camp on like the computer. So I don't think I ever played <laughs> Sonic, but I also don't think I ever got to watch the cartoon, but it was one of those things like, oh, I'm up early enough, I can watch Sonic. It was yeah. always like a treat to was, see uh, it. Jaleel White as Sonic the Hedgehog. Yes. So there's no chili sc- dogs. There's no score yet. Yeah. But Andy, tell us this interesting fact that you told me the other day. What? Maybe you already said this a while ago, but about how they re like animated him or something. Oh yeah. So when this originally the first trailer dropped, and this was due out to come out like November of last year, um, Sonic looked creepy. So one of the things about the Sonic character, he he has like a one eye because it's a cartoon. But they're like, oh, well, we got to make him have two eyes like a real animal. And he's he looked more like a real hedgehog. And it was just off-putting. Like, you don't want to see that. You don't want to see a mix of a cartoon and a real hedgehog that looks scary. And so mm-hmm. people were like, this looks terrible. And the studio was like, yeah, you're probably right. So we're going to go back in and uh, redesign the character and, uh, you know, delay the movie, come back later and... Uh, I think it's a good move because I think that we get slaughtered in November. Yeah, releasing it now, I think it's a good good idea. Yeah, absolutely. Um, there's no score, like I said. So, would you guys like to play the game? I've already queued us up. Fine. Then yeah. All right, Andy. Would you like to go first? Okay. Do you guys have your numbers? I do now. Go, Andy. Sixty-two. Oh. Tony Katz? 64. Whoa. <laughs> really close. So I gave it a 63. Holy shit. What? <laughs> Well, you're fucked. <laughs> yeah. I initially wrote, yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I initially wrote a 73. I was like, mm, no, and I went 63. I'm hoping uh, this if, is this year's Detective Pikachu. If this is 65 or 61, I'll lose my mind. If it's 63 on the spot, I'm oh, going to be yeah. pretty excited. Otherwise, I'm pissed. If it's anything between 60 and 65, I'll be very impressed. Yeah, what if it's 66 or 65? Still or be 62. impressed on he 66, wins. but. Yeah. All right, well, interesting. Yeah. Uh, I, all... I can't wait for uh, Jim Carrey. As Dr. Robotnik, that's going to be excellent. Him being silly again, I've, I've missed it. It's about time. Yeah. Okay. Uh, next is uh, Downhill 48. This has been there. The whole, those reviews have been there for like nine months, it seems like. Yeah. What What is this uh, movie? This is the one. It's a remake of a like a French movie. Oh, God. Yeah, I know this yeah. one. This one looks terrible. So Will Ferrell and uh, Julia, Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Louis-Dreyfus, which is very upsetting because I like her a lot. And he's good in most of his movies, but he also is kind of pulling a lot of Adam Sandler's these days. They were at the Oscars. They presented a category. Yes, they did. And it was kind of funny, but also not at the same time. Yeah, it wasn't. And it's like, uh, I don't know what's going on here. Like, I don't need... I mean, the joke was that they didn't know what the uh, the award... Whatever the award was for, what those people did on the movie. Yeah, it's like they did a bad job of and selling the joke. And what's... Bad about that is they're the people that would know. None of us know. Yeah. But we assume that they know every position because, well, hey, this isn't your first movie. We've heard of you. I just thought it was it was a poor joke. Still like them both. But I've also seen the trailer and it doesn't look very good. Yeah, I don't know what to think. Yeah. 48%. That's what it is. 48. 33 reviews, so not that many. But, all right. We'll uh, keep... Uh, 
our eyes on that one. Next, you have The Photograph. Again, no score. This looks like a terrible uh, This looks like Valentine's a Tyler Perry Day. movie. It's a Valentine's Day movie. Yeah. So he... I've seen this trailer. It, yeah, it's just poor. That's that's all I have to say about that. Well, they're trying to catch some people who are like, oh, we'll go to the movies for Valentine's Day. No. Yeah, that, that movie Don't comes out every year. It usually has a, a ensemble cast, and it, it's usually garbage. Well, I think the uh, what's that? Uh, the Fifty Shades stuff has always come around around that time as well. Maybe that's kind of replaced yeah. that that other one. Uh, next, Fantasy Island. I'm not into it. Uh, there's no the plane, the plane guy. So yeah. fucking worthless. Uh, no score either. I, I will. I will watch this at some point. It's a Blumhouse. It looks stupid as hell. There'll probably be some good violence, but yeah. So it has uh, Michael Pena in it, and. Um, He's gaining weight. Why not? You made it. Why not? You did good for yourself. Like I'm an Ant-Man. And uh, next is Portrait of a Lady on Fire, which... The best movie of 2019. 98%. I honestly feel like this movie came out a year ago. Uh, It it, (laughs) it did come out, I believe, in France, where it's from. Um, It wasn't nominated, and a lot of critics said, like, this is actually, like, a contender, one of the better movies of the year. And I think because it's too French, I think it's about lesbians. So oh, I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, 98 percent with the critics, 89 with the audience, 37 scores. Yeah, is this based off of a book? Probably. There's no. probably been a lot of books. Yeah, everything's based. On there it. has been a lot of books. Have yeah. you ever seen uh, the scene in Beauty and the Beast when she goes into the library? I mean, I've been game. to libraries before. There's a lot of books. There. I've been to the New York Library. I've been to the library. <laughs> is that like the biggest library in the United States? I don't know, actually. You could survive an ice age in there. I think... Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah. That's where Jake Gyllenhaal yeah. got to start. Also, there's ghosts in it. That's very Is that true? true. Yeah. They, really? Slimer's in there. Yeah, Slimer. And that old lady who goes, shh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I still love the scene. Uh, so, it was the movies that made us on Netflix, which I talked about a while ago, where, and they do that movie. Which one? Ghostbusters. Oh, and so the very I did not get that. The beginning of the movie, the ladies walking through the uh, the aisle of the books, uh, (laughs) aisle of the books like that, and the little little cards are just the shell. The drawers opening up and the actually, you know what I do remember? I do remember that scene. Okay, and all that it was was they took the wall off on the other side of that uh, cabinet. A guy was pushing out each cabinet. And taking a straw and just blowing air through it to pick up all of those cards. Yeah. Movie magic. I love all, that kind of stuff. That would all be CGI now. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That's a cheap, easy thing. Guys like him have lost their jobs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah this poor guy. I used to blow straws to create wind. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Can so, you imagine like, if you're that guy and you're watching that with your kids and you're like, hey, that's me? <laughs> yeah, you'll never guess. Well, here's my part. Here's my part. <laughs> All right, well, those are the movies opening up this week. Shall we get into what we've been watching? Okay. Okay. Um, you want me to do like two and then, then go back to How many do you have? He has five, he I said. I got five on the list. Holy moly. I well, one, one where to get to care of Parasite, so. Okay. Very good. Thank I God. started <laughs> McMillions. Yeah. I did one episode, so the other episode aired last I wa- night. I watched that, the first episode, too. It's very enjoyable. It's deja vu, though, because I've listened to a podcast. Oh, really? So you yeah, know the story? but that podcast was like five years ago. Oh, it wasn't the same people or anything, but it's the same exact story, obviously. This hasn't been recreated multiple times. But um, 
it's always cool to see it in person, like not in person, yeah. but in video form. It just you know resonates a little bit easier. Uh, but that that's really it. I mean, Larry David's killing it. Curb enthusiasm. His last episode. Did you watch it? I don't remember Sunday night. So he pulled an Ad- so. Adam Sandler. He just wanted to take his friends on vacation, so they go right, to Mexico. No, I watched their episode three then. Yeah, mm. uh, he's killing it. I th- I don't know if it's better than last season. I'll have to. I'll give that assessment at the end of the season. Last season, very strong. Last season ended really good. I really loved the uh, Lin Manuel Miranda. Yeah, stuff. exactly. That stuff with their give and go was it was perfect. Yeah. So that remains to be seen, but it's a very strong season so far. Mm-hmm. But that's that's yeah. really it. I haven't watched a whole lot. I don't think. The other thing, thing I'll say about McMillions is I, I didn't know how that would be. Like, what is it? Four episodes. I'm like, I have no idea. How long can this story really be? And then it's like, wow, this goes places. And then I was like, wait, they should have not made this documentary and just waited for the Bradley Cooper, Christian Bale movie <laughs> version. Because that's what this reminded me of, was of uh, American Hustle. Where it's yeah, it's basically the law enforcement agency coming up with some scheme to catch people. And it's like, this could have been a good movie. Yeah. But, but that- one episode was a good show, so. And they probably will make that movie if this if this does well, like people watch this, they will make the it's, fictionalized it's version. It's interesting, point. and I mean, I don't go to McDonald's, but as a kid, my dad would be like, "Oh, it's it's Monopoly time. You want to go get a Happy Meal and I'll get a couple of Monopoly tickets." It's like, of course, are you kidding me? That was the best thing ever. Well, I like that they said said you could just go in and get a piece. I didn't know that because otherwise it'd be gambling. I, like, I did. We did not know that. Shit. All right. Uh, when do you guys want to go? I'll go. I've been. Uh, I just have one thing that I've uh, <clears throat> been watching a little bit on Netflix called Lock and Key, and it's just you know it's a little, you know it's not a uh, it's not too crazy, but it's fun because it's not uh, too scary, but it's still it's definitely spooky. It's a family that, you know, they move into this house that I guess they were inherited after their. Uh, after the the dad, the husband passed away and his, uh, it's like belongs in their family or something like that. And, but it's like weird spooky stuff happens. Like there's, and like there's, they find like keys and stuff that unlock basically like portals and stuff. And then there was a woman that was like in a well that the little boy found and she's like down there. And I don't even know if she's a real person or a spirit because she can communicate with other people and they see her, but she's definitely got some witchcraft going on. And she gets, he ends up releasing her without like realizing that she does evil and gets out. And it's just, uh, I don't know. It's just kind of entertaining right now, but I'm, uh, still on the recommendations for other stuff to be watching because lately though, honestly, I haven't had much, I don't really watch much TV like on my own anymore. Now that I, cause I don't really, have, I don't have a TV in my room and then it's just like the one I use in the living room. But mm-hmm. a lot of times I'm out doing stuff and, uh, so I don't really watch too many shows anymore. Yeah, I think that just came out, right? This week? Yeah. yeah so we'll had, see, I've been... They had ads left and right for that thing down at Staples Center. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I've definitely enjoyed it so far. I mean, I'm definitely intrigued. I've seen... I've watched three episodes. So, I mean, I'll probably keep watching whenever I have the time. But I just like stuff like that. You know, it's just anything that's a little spooky. And then especially when it's not like too over the top scary. Which, I mean, is cool too. But then, I don't know. But yeah, that's that's all I've really been watching. You know, it's been pretty dull for me with what I've been watching the last few weeks. Because, yeah. you know, like I said, I've been going to bed earlier too. So I think that's another reason. 
And we I recommend just, that. For, yeah. Not, not for you personally. Just yeah, for yeah. Everyone in general. Go and no, I've actually, I actually said something today because like there was two nights last week where I ended up in bed after 3 a.m. One of those nights I had work the next morning. You animal. And it, it's, it was not easy at work. It was uh, not a good day. And I was saying how this morning it's like how back-to-back nights of having about eight hours of sleep. It's like I felt like a new man today. Yeah. Just Honestly, all it takes is like couple nights and you can already notice the difference after a couple nights of getting good sleep having healthier habits just how much better you feel you're a little bit taller even yeah i am i mean i'm blind so i couldn't tell but oh andy i can kind of feel it all right off-road what have you been watching blind man uh the good place it did end i believe last week and i ended up watching the the last episode here um real satisfying finale sad it ended in, in in a good place, I'll say. Ted Danson goes to hell? No. Oh, good. Be even better. Even better? Goes to Phoenix. Goes to Phoenix. Which is hell, right? Am I, I think right? I watched one and a half episodes of that. Yeah. It, it, it's enjoyable all the way. Just a very positive, you know, nice show, I'd say. I think I just know when I'm watching like a a cable show, and I don't like it. Because it's like sets and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I went through the set at, at Universal Studios tour. We're like, oh, this is the good place set. It's like you could tell. Like, oh, yeah. Was it neat? Uh, well, you could tell. It's like this one little street that's supposed to be... It's the Europe set. So, you know, they always have like they build something and then they just change stuff around to make it like, well, that's the European street. Yeah. So, it's like, oh, that's where they do the good place. There's one part of it, at least. Interesting. Yeah. Um. Godzilla, King of the Monsters. God, you had way too much time. Why not? This Godzilla. Why would you watch that? It's uh, new on HBO. Um, I like the the Godzilla that came out in 2014. It's okay. I really like the King Kong that came out a few years ago. And they're all... They're, they're I the watched same. that one. That's where they're on the island with all these monsters. Yeah. So I can get behind that one, but just a Godzilla by itself, I don't well, need it. it's not, not Godzilla by not itself. Not since Matthew Broderick. No, that was a terrible movie. But that was a what? It was a terrible movie. Yes, it was, but nevertheless. Uh, so that King Kong movie, um, they're all in the same universe. So in this one... Are they making an Avengers of these? That's, that's basically what they're doing. Wow. Um, so this one is is a sequel. Godzilla is uh, was their friend. He helped beat the other monsters in the first one. This one, similar premise where um, there's an organization working to like keep track of the other monsters out there. And then the terrorists take over something to try to control them because they actually want to release all the monsters to wipe out humanity because, you know, humans don't deserve to live on this earth because we destroyed the planet. You know, that, that old thing. Mm-hmm. So now they have to get Godzilla to come help them beat those monsters. And uh, a lot of the criticism of the movie was like, the monsters fighting is fun, but the people sucked. And like, I actually kind of like who's the- in this Mark Wahlberg. No, it's got uh, Kyle Chandler, uh, Vera Farmiga, right, from The Conjuring. Oh, yeah. Um, hmm. The little girl from from Stranger Things. She's not bald in this movie, but she's still that same girl. Okay. <laughs> she's still that same girl. Uh, Thomas Middleton. They call her Eleven in it. <laughs> A lot of TV people. She's not bald in this movie. A lot of TV people. Thomas Middleditch of uh, Silicon Valley. Uh, Which one's in Silicon Valley? The main guy. Main guy with the big nose. Oh, okay. Uh, Charles Dance, who plays Tywin Lannister. He was the bad terrorist guy who takes over the machine to control the monsters. Yeah, he kind of yeah. looked like a, I don't know, weird Liv, Shri- uh, Liv Schreider? 
He's way older than him. Kind of look like him, though. Uh, maybe. Um, but yeah, it's a lot of people, and uh, it's okay. I like watching monsters fight. But the reason I did need to watch this... You did need to. Because I well, I'm committed to the series. Yeah. So later this year, they're putting out Godzilla versus Kong. Again. Yeah, how many times? It, well, like, this is for real. For first time in America. For real. Oh, <laughs> the real one. Japanese shit doesn't count. <laughs> so they're coming to America. Oh, they've been to America. So in the first one, he... That's right. There's the Empire State Building. Godzilla destroyed San Francisco. Oh, thank God. <laughs> yeah. I'm already Team Godzilla. Well, no, actually, you know, Godzilla didn't do it. The other monsters did it. Godzilla I'm, is a good guy. Godzilla's I'm, on our well, side. I'm, I'm not if he's helping San Francisco. Godzilla, not. I thought Godzilla was bad. Uh, not in this this one. So he Godzilla is, if he's is actually helping San Francisco. Godzilla protects humans from the other monsters. Okay. So he we beat, can't do it ourselves. Okay, then no, how come? No, they're giant. Then monsters. how come in? Uh, is it Austin Powers? Why are they afraid of Godzilla? Because that's actually the, the origins of Godzilla is that he did destroy Japan and stuff. But yeah. in this new is series, is that Austin Powers when he says that? Yeah, where the car drives under that, yeah. like, blow up doll of it or whatever. And they're like, ah, oh, Godzilla. It's like, but it's not because illegal copyright. <laughs> <laughs> but we should still run like it is Godzilla. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I don't mean, like, a person fight these monsters. I'm saying, like, our armed forces. Oh, they try. There's there's all kinds of problems. They and The missiles don't work against their skin. Yeah, it's the same shit. It's like um, every one of those movies where they're like, well, shoot the nukes. And then, like, it just made them stronger. No. Oh, God. Every I don't time, need you know. This. Yeah. But I, I really want to see Godzilla versus Kong because, you know, I'm into that. You're wearing a Godzilla t shirt right now. So. Oh, actually, I'm rooting for Kong. I, yeah, like, I, like, I like apes better than lizards. Yeah. So just he's like, a lizard. Well known. I don't know. I mean,. Maybe an iguana. This one had Mothra in it, who's just a giant moth. You just have yeah. a light on him? <laughs> he had a stinger that was pretty cool. Do moths have stingers? I don't think so, but it doesn't matter. So it was a moth wasp. Yeah, they're just fucking scary as hell. A wasp. Yeah, the bad one had three heads. The bad guy in this one? That's a lot of mouths. He's like a dragon see. with three heads. Okay. There's also like a pterodactyl that shoots fire. I don't know. Uh, Jurassic Park, I can get down with. Yeah. So what else? So Godzilla vs. Kong coming later this year. All right. Uh, okay. I talked about Parasite already. Uh, you should watch it. Just like you can just, handle the subtitles. Okay? Yeah. Just know going in, you have to read. And if you it, are a lot of people that are in their 20s, you're not going to like it because of that. You have to put your phone down. It's very... You have to pay attention. It's very hard. I kept like looking and like... I have to I have to watch the whole time. I can't just like all oh, listen for ten seconds yeah. because I'll in a way you, you watch that it. kind of movie a hundred times better yeah. than you watch any other movie that's in English because of that yeah. point. So let's go seek it out. Um five ninety nine, three ninety nine. Three ninety nine on iTunes. Uh, here's a movie that's free if you're a Netflix subscriber. Horse Girl. No. That trailer looks so weird. <laughs> I watched it. Was it so weird? Uh it's definitely weird. Yeah. It's in my opinion, very sad. And that what, it's is like, she like crazy? Yeah, and it's like they doesn't want to tell you, like, oh, is she crazy or is these things real? And it's just kind of like, it's just sad. Like, oh, what a sad existence. I don't know mm-hmm. um, whether she is. She's friends isn't. with Molly Shannon. Yeah. Things could be worse. It's definitely, I, I didn't, I don't regret watching it. It was very, it was interesting. Was our 36? I think it's less than that, even. Hour 23? Yeah. Hmm. Well, yeah, I just said it made me sad. I don't know. Were those all of them? Yeah, we got through them all. Oh, wow. Breeze through them. So, Horse Girl. 
If you have Netflix, there's no reason not to watch it. I'm not going to really? watch it. Yeah, I so. saw it's on Netflix, but we'll see. All right. Well, I think that'll wrap us up. You've been listening to episode 157 of the Tony's Take Podcast. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we had Andy, Horse Girl. Thank you. <laughs> and Tony Katz. Yes, also thank you. See you later.